Since 1995, the month of March has been recognized as Music in Our Schools Month, a program of the National Association for Music Education. When the Georgia Music Hall of Fame was located in Macon, GMS Productions had a weekly radio show called the Georgia Music Jukebox. It was sponsored by the Hall of Fame. We went back in our archives and found a segment of one of those episodes where 10 different Georgia artists talked about their early starts in music, many of which were in school music programs. The program originally ran on August 15, 1999. Since then, several of the featured Georgia artists, Daryl Singletary, Jesse Norman, Emma Kelly, and Robert Shaw, all passed away. We're honored to remember them in this way and pass along the stories from all these great Georgia artists. And now we join the host of this archive program, Jack McKean. Several Georgia artists give the school music programs much of the credit for their success. The note was short, but Lord so strong. It simply said I can't go on. Country star Daryl Singletary, who hails from Wiggum, Georgia, says that some of the techniques he learned in the Grady County High School Chorus still help him today. I was in chorus for four years, and uh, my uh, Ed Timmerman, my, uh, my chorus teacher, taught me the correct way to sing um, from my diaphragm, and that's enabled me to do a lot of shows. I worked 145 shows last year and didn't miss one, and a lot of them was five shows, you know, night after night and sometimes two a day. I credit his teaching me how to sing correctly uh, as being able to, to sing that much. And I can get a good, I can sing tonight and get a good night's sleep tonight and I can, you know, be just great to go tomorrow. Willie's lead singer, saxophone and harmonica player Jimmy Hall was a part of the school band and orchestra program when he was growing up. We had a string teacher that came to our school once a week and um, I played violin for a year. The band teacher was courting me and saying, uh, we need, you know, we need more kids to try out for band and take band. I loved the sax from the beginning. My string teacher was very disappointed that I jumped ship from the classical instrument. She said, anybody can play saxophone. You've got a talent for violin. You've got a great ear. You should keep it up. The whole school band program was instrumental in my deciding to. was instrumental in my musical education because it was the main musical education I had was through junior high and high school and the band directors I had. And all the theory I learned was from them. Macon's Chuck Lavelle, currently on tour as a member of the Rolling Stones, can point to three early influences in his music career. The school music program, private lessons, and his piano playing mom. When she would get up and finish her housework, I would sit down and try to pick out some of the melodies that she played. And by doing that, I think at a young age, I developed a, a pretty keen ear for music. Well, after a while, mom and dad said, well, the boy's got a little talent, let's, uh, let's give him some lessons. And 
I said, okay, and I started going to the teacher, and she was a very nice lady, but I think she became frustrated with me because um, uh, my eyes were very lazy. They didn't want to read the sheet music, but my ear was pretty good, so I'd fool her and say, Miss Jeter, can you just play me that one part again? And then she would play it. I could pretty much play it back to her. I guess I have to also say that around that time, um, I started playing tuba in the, in the junior high school band, in the concert band. And that was a very important part of learning about music and, and ensemble music, playing with a band. Uh, and I did learn to read a little bit there. I learned the bass clef with the tuba, and I was first chair tuba for a couple of years. Macon's world-renowned concert violinist Robert McDuffie comes from a musical family and started private lessons long before he was enrolled at New York's famous Juilliard School of Music. We were very lucky to have had a great teacher here in Macon named Henrik Schwarzenberger, who was a Hungarian refugee, and he taught me for 10 years. I actually studied with him privately, not through the school system, but this is when we had um, wonderful orchestras through elementary schools in Bibb County and, and he was one of the one of the conductors and teachers. Augusta Soprano, Jessie Norman recalls her days in the Richmond County public school system and one teacher in particular. The C.T. Walker Elementary School, what was then the A.R. Johnson Junior High School, and the Lucy C. Laney High School. At all of these places, I was very fortunate to have people that were really interested, first of all, in their jobs. And they were very interested in their pupils. Rosa Santos Crique was my junior high school choral director. And if anybody in Augusta, Georgia, made sure that I would stand up and sing out often, it was certainly Rosa. And we took our show on the road everywhere. We sang for the opening of recreation centers. She played the piano. I would sing a song that she had taught me. We would sing for the opening of the, an addition to a church somewhere. In fact, wherever two people were gathered together, we were happy to stand up and sing. You don't need to try. and actor John Schneider credits his high school theater days in Atlanta for much of his success. And I went to North Springs High School uh, where I got seriously involved in the theater that they were doing there. There was a wonderful uh, choral teacher there named Tom King uh, who loved theater and loved music more than, uh, more than probably his next breath. So uh, he saw in me a, a real desire to do theater so I I did everything I could in high school, and in fact, I had a, my high school principal, Mr. Victor Hansard. He made some, somehow he managed to convince the Georgia Board of Education that uh, this young man, John Schneider, uh, needed to go and do theater in the mornings for the Academy Children's Theater uh, to travel with a show all around, all around the state. Uh, 
uh, he needed to do that more than he needed to be in school, and he convinced them to give me a English credit, a music credit, and a language credit uh, for working with the Academy Children's Theater. So if it weren't for Victor Hansen, it'd be safe to say that that uh, that I wouldn't have uh, I wouldn't have gotten where I where I got. Georgia. Georgia. Other musical Georgians credit their success to early training. From the best-selling book and movie, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, the lady of 6,000 songs, Statesboro's Emma Kelly, says she was first taught piano by her mother. And then as soon as I uh, was in school and could learn to read notes, she made sure that, that I had that. In fact, she taught me a while, and then she sent me to uh, another school so I had music through all. People say, well, you play by ear? I said, well, yes. But uh, you never did have any music? I said, yes, I had music. But I, I could easily feel it and just go right into it. Symphony Orchestra conductor, the late Robert Shaw, said that coming from a musical family of three brothers and two sisters helped his career, particularly in the area of choral music. All the kids took uh, piano lessons for, uh, beginning at age four or five, something like that, and all of us actually ended up with uh, taking singing lessons, and uh, as we worked our way through Pomona College in various stages, all of us actually were, uh, made a few dollars a week by conducting a church choir in a, in a uh, nearby town. So um, the, the, um, the family was musical from the beginning. Uh, obviously we began in, in choirs from, as, as children, children's choirs, and, but I can also remember that it, in, in, um, in summer vacations, camping in the Sierras, where we would all, as a family, sing together and harmonize. And, and as, 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 as kids of five or six, we learned to sort of improvise our own parts and such and, in, in simple harmonies with, with folk songs and with hymns and such. I'm a member of the country club. Country music is what I love. I drive an old Ford pickup truck. I do my drinking from a Marietta native Travis Tripp got hooked on performing as a child, singing in his grandfather's church. I remember the first time ever really singing in front of an audience, per se. Um, we had a children's choir in our church. Uh, uh, we would sing little songs, and every so often we'd rehearse a song for to perform for the adult congregation on Sunday morning. And we did the old song, the Ray Stevens song, Everything is Beautiful. And I got to sing all the lead parts. And I remember when we performed it for the, for the church, we were in Assembly of God Church, and it, it just, you just didn't applaud in church. It was just an overwhelming uh, applause from, from the adult congregation. And I knew right then and there that that was when I, what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Get it, get it, get it, get it out, guitar Zan. And you might not think of comedy song king Ray Stevens as a classical pianist, but that's how he was trained. When I was a small boy, uh, I think I was six years old, my parents gave me piano lessons. As so many kids down through the years uh, have uh, been subject to, you know, a lot of parents give their kids piano lessons. 
And you know, after about a year, I kind of got tired of it and decided, well, you know, I want to stop this because I'm in here practicing and the rest of my buddies are out playing baseball, you know. But I stuck with it, you know. My mother was pretty clever at getting me to do things I didn't want to do. I stuck with it. Uh, make a long story short, uh, took classical piano for 15 years, majored in music at, in uh, college at Georgia State in Atlanta. I'm Jack McKean, and we're glad you tuned in to the Georgia Music Hall of Fame Jukebox. Deep in his